Our learning objective is to compute the Jensen's alpha and the information ratio to evaluate portfolio performance. Jensen's alpha is defined as the difference between the performance of the portfolio, that would be R sub P, and the return on the portfolio that you would expect given how the market performed and the beta coefficient of the portfolio. So to compute Jensen's alpha, you subtract the hypothetical performance that the capital asset pricing model suggests should have been observed from the actual performance. And the nice thing about Jensen's alpha is it's a very intuitive measure and the answer you get, the alpha, is a direct measure of the overperformance or the underperformance of the portfolio. So a positive Jensen's alpha is always good and a negative Jensen's alpha is always bad. A final measure of portfolio performance is the information ratio. Now, the information ratio is clearly the most complex of all of these. It's the portfolio's alpha divided by the standard deviation of the error term from the estimation of a portfolio's characteristic line. Remember when we talked about computing the characteristic line and we talked about eta as the error term, uh, that's the eta that we're talking about here. So you square all of those etas and, and, and you get the uh, denominator for this ratio. The larger the value of the ratio, the more attractive the performance of the portfolio, but as with the Sharp and Trainer ratios, you really have to compare the information ratio to the information ratio for another portfolio to know whether the performance is good or bad. A sample problem. If the return on the market portfolio was 10% and the risk-free rate is, 6, is 4%, what is the alpha of a portfolio whose beta was 0.8 and whose actual return was 9%? So I'll give you two choices, plus 0.2% and minus 0.2%. Okay, to get the alpha, we take the actual return of 9% and subtract the return that we would have expected given the capital asset pricing model. So you have to compute the 4% risk-free plus 0.8 times the difference between the 10% return on the market and the risk-free of 4%. That difference is 6%. 6% times 0.8 is 4.8. Add it to the 4% and you get 8.8. Subtract that from the 9% actual return and you get an alpha of plus 0.2. So this portfolio outperformed the market by two-tenths of 1%. Now, it would be nice to think that these are all good measures of performance, and so if one measure indicates uh, over or under performance, all the other measures would do the same. But keep in mind that in these various measures, we're using different measures of riskiness. The sharp ratio used standard deviation. The trainer and Jensen's alpha used the beta coefficient as the measure of risk. The information ratio uses 
a non-systematic risk measure. And so because there's these risk measures are not necessarily directly related, you can very easily end up with completely different assessments of performance from the different measurements. So the only two that are really have a direct relationship would be Trainer and Jensen's Alpha because they both measure risk through uh, the beta coefficient. So if the trainer ratio says a stock outperformed the market, you would get a positive Jensen's Alpha. And if the trainer ratio indicates it underperformed the market, then you will get a negative Jensen's Alpha. But other than that, the uh, four measures are not really directly related. So at this point, students will frequently say, well, which, uh, which performance measure should I use? And unfortunately, there is disagreement about when to use which. Uh, there are some guidelines that I think are fairly useful to follow. Use the Sharpe ratio when it's important to consider total variability and not just exposure to systematic risk. Use the information ratio when a portfolio is divided into two components and only one is actively managed. So you're using it to evaluate the actively managed portfolio. And use the trainer ratio when an overall portfolio has been allocated to multiple active managers. And so you want to know how each manager performed relative to the systematic risk exposure they were creating in the overall portfolio. Some true-false questions. Jensen's Alpha is the only evaluation tool that gives an absolute measure of over or under performance. That's true. Jensen's Alpha, the information ratio, and the trainer ratio are all based on the concept of the capital market line. That's false. Only the Sharpe ratio is based on the capital market line. The other three involve various aspects of the capital asset pricing model.